Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing that seems to sometimes matter to people in the hobby. It's all about the W's we take on our cards, the profit that we get, but is it the losers who we should be looking at when we're looking to pick up some cards? Jump in on this week's episode of the Slab Stocks FC Show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. Welcome into a brand new episode of the Slab Stocks FC Show. I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards on Instagram, and it is all about the winners and the losers here today. We're talking all of those players, all those teams that are performing really well and maybe not so well as we close in on the end of yet another wonderful season of soccer. And, you know, really what sparked this was the Champions League. We had some great games yesterday, Real Madrid, AC Milan moving on. And I have to tell you that the games Bayern Man City and Benfica Inter Milan have not happened yet. I'm recording this before the, uh, before the, the games kick off today. Uh, but I just think that it's so important that we talk about the winners and maybe the losers over the past couple weeks. And you can't say winners if you're not talking about Manchester City. And boy, does that hurt as an Arsenal fan. Man, they are flying high. They are playing so well right now. And there is a real possibility that Manchester City is in line and in the running for the treble. Now, they've closed the gap on Arsenal in the league uh, with two really, really rough ties for Arsenal against Liverpool uh, at Anfield and then to drop points and, and tie again against West Ham at, uh, at, the, London st- uh, at the stadium. Uh, London Stadium, I believe, is where West Ham plays. Uh, but just, you can see, you know, just, I can't even get my thoughts together just because of how uh, bummed I am about it. Uh, but you can see that Man City is playing for a lot of silverware here over the next month. And leading the line, we all know, is the one, the only Erling Holland, who has been doing incredible things all year. I think I think we talk about him on every episode. 22 years old and just taking records down. 30-plus goals in the Premier League this year. But the interesting one for me right now is this 11 goals to date in the Champions League. He's got 11 goals to date. I know five of them came in one game, uh, but he still has his second leg of the quarterfinal to go through today against Bayern Munich. And then if they do move on, he's got two sem- potentially two semifinal legs. And then finally, a final if Man City can get into the final. Now he's got 11 right now. I believe the record is 17 set by Ronaldo a number of years ago, uh, but he has that opportunity uh, if he plays well today and moving on into the semifinals and the finals uh, to maybe catch Ronaldo. Uh, You know, a good hat-trick performance puts him right there. And I'm not going to count Erling Holland out. Uh, He has been uh, performing absolutely incredibly. And so I wanted to look at a few cards, maybe cards that we haven't looked at before. Uh, The one that I picked up uh, out to kind of monitor pricing, this is a 2020 Topps Museum Collection. Uh, This is the Ruby out of 25. It is an SGC 9.5. I don't know about you. But there's something about SGC, those black uh, those black holders. I've said it before. When you get those colored cards, uh, colored border cards, they just look fantastic. Uh, and this is the 9.5. Sold April 5th. 
in the PWCC vault, uh, best offer for $300. And I, and I thought that was interesting. You know, a lot of people quickly go to Holland's rookie cards and, and some of those prices are pretty high and not everybody may be able to afford those thousands of dollar cards of, of Erling Holland as his rookie. So then I thought, you know, what is the pricing doing of his second year cards, maybe his third year cards and looking a little bit more at that. So this $300 sale in the SGC 95, it was also nice with PWCC, the vault. Uh, this actually sold on a PWCC weekly auction last June. So June 26th, this card sold, uh, SGC 9.5, sold for $117.60 on PWCC Weekly Auction. So if you fast forward that to the $300 offer that was just accepted on April 5th, you're looking you know, at $180 roughly uh, of, of profit there if you have bought it in June and then you did sell it on the PWCC Vault here in April. So pretty good bump in pricing on some of that second year Holland stuff from what I'm seeing. But a lot of people focus is not on these second year cards. I would say a lot of people's focus is in Prism this year. That 2022-2023 Panini Prism uh, EPL just released a few weeks ago. And one of the big cards in that set is the Erling Holland autos. And so I just pulled up a couple of those base autos that are selling uh, on eBay right now. And you can see that prices are kind of all over the map. We did have a low sale April 17th for $455. These are all raw copies, mind you, uh, $455. But then quickly, April 18th, you had uh, a sale of $650 on a fixed price. But anywhere in between that, $455 and $650, we're seeing some pretty healthy Erling Holland autograph sales. Now, we didn't have a whole lot of autos. And again, the reason, you know, some people might be like, why are you bringing up a base auto of Holland? It's because a lot of those early, you know, early rookie autoed cards are so expensive. Not everybody can be in that budget or in those four to five figure uh, cards, uh, myself included. So when you see things like the autos or even second year Hollands, I may not be able to afford those rookie Hollands, but maybe I can get a low number Ruby out of 25 second year Holland for, for $300. Or I could look at, you know, an auto here at $500 or $550 versus those thousands of dollars in, in autos of his rookie autos. So just kind of keeping that in mind, I, I thought, you know, I'd throw it out, you know, just to make sure everybody's aware that there are certain price points for everyone. And maybe these are out of both of your, these, these both are out of your price point and you're looking at maybe a, a different card, but you can kind of look at Holland and maybe, you know, do some research and find something that fits into the budget that you're, you're working off of. But Holland, Fly and I having a fantastic season. Now the other shout out who's not champions League is Ollie Watkins. I believe this guy deserves a great shout out for what he's doing and for what Ashton Villa is doing currently uh, over the past month or so. Ashton Villa is unbeaten in the Premier League in their last eight. They've catapulted themselves to sixth place in the Premier League. If I'm doing my calculations correct, I believe they're currently in a Europa Conference League seat, but they are just one place away from the Europa League. And I think that's really, you know, credit to Ollie Watkins, credit to Ashton Villa, credit to Unai Emery. Shout out to the former Arsenal manager, 
but he's just Ollie Watkins has been on a different level here in the last eight games. He's got seven goals and two assists in his last eight. Put that in perspective, half of his season goals of 14 have come in the last eight games, and a third of his assists have come in the last eight games. So really, really impressive, Ollie Watkins. Uh, and so I saw this, this rookie 2022 uh, prism. Yeah, this is his rookie gold out of 10. I just thought this was a really healthy sale. April 8th, uh, his gold, it's a raw, sold for $135. You know, maybe it has you digging through some old boxes if you have some old prism to see if you have any color of Ollie Watkins. Uh, he's been on the radar quite, you know, he's not, he's not just somebody who's coming out of nowhere. Uh, but, you know, the last eight games, he's he's really shown himself and really been in, in prime form uh, in the Premier League. So I thought if we're going to talk about winners, you, you got to add him to the conversation as well, just from what I've seen over the past couple weeks. The one that I want to touch a little bit on from yesterday, Real Madrid, again, another 2-0 scoreline. Real Madrid beating Chelsea. I think that puts them 4-0 on aggregate. And 2-0 and both goals coming from Rodrigo, uh, Brazilian, Brazilian who plays for Real Madrid, and probably not the first name that many people are going to think of if you think of Real Madrid. Like when you think Real Madrid right now, it's probably Benzema or Vinicius Jr. It, it could be Kemavenga. You know, so Rodrigo getting a brace against Chelsea, I thought maybe, you know, what would that do to his pricing? And real quickly, it, it, it didn't do much, you know, and I think, you know, winning is important. It's extremely important uh, for managers, for players, uh, for, for fans, but, you know, it, it also you need to win when it counts, when it matters the most. Quarterfinals, that's great, but we still have a semifinal and a final to get to. But two two goals nonetheless. Rodrigo, you did have a 2021-2022 uh, Panini Obsidian Dual Relic Auto, the purple out of 75 sell yesterday. That sold for $63. Uh, and to kind of put that in perspective, go all the way back to September of last year in the build-up to the World Cup. September 7th, you saw a similar card, uh, the Purple Obsidian Dual Patch Auto sell for $67. So not a huge fluctuation in Rodrigo pricing, not a whole lot of Rodrigo selling. Uh, but if he continues this form, if, I mean, if he's going to get to see you know more eyes on Rodrigo, if he scores again in the semifinals, or if Real Madrid is somehow able to make it to the final, uh, you're going to maybe you could see prices increase as he gets more exposure in the Champions League. Big, big name that has been talked about, transfer links all over the place. Uh, AC Milan's Rafael Liao, uh, again, another good performance by him in their win over Napoli, pushes them into the semifinals. But Liao is, is having a fantastic season. I know there's some people out there who have been talking about him and have been talking about him for a while. This season in Serie A, he's got 10 goals, 7 assists. So maybe not looking as massively impressive if you put it up to like the the goals that are going in by Erling Holland, but you know he is he is having a great year in Syria and even in the Champions League as that winger. You know he's got one goal, five assists in the Champions League. The more impressive thing to me was he is the responsible. He is the he had both assists against Napoli. So in both both games he was he had each assist, which I think is super important, just his ability to involve his teammates, but also clinical in scoring himself. I am really, really intrigued at what happens to Rafael Liao. Uh, 
And with the Champions League, what's the price tag over the summer? Does he get a move over the summer? That's that's big for me too. So it'll be really, really interesting to see, you know, kind of how things play out with Liao as he continues to just put on performance after performance uh, in, in the Champions League and Serie A as well. Uh, just a couple of his pricing, his 2019-2020 rookie uh, uh, Panini con- uh, Contenders uh, Chronicles, excuse me, rookie ticket. This is the red ticket. Uh, it's it's the shorter print version. It's it's the, the more rare or scarce version. Uh, back in March, you know, this card was, a, you know, March 3rd, this card was $103.50. This is a raw copy, not graded. Uh, March 11th, one sold for $120. And so uh, here just recently, April 18th, one sold for $134.50. That red uh, rookie ticket. Uh, it's, I think it's just, it, it's, a result of how he plays, you know, he continues to perform well and we've seen prices kind of creep North uh, healthy uh, increases in pricing. But the question then becomes for me is with all of these wins, you know, with all of these players winning and, and playing well is now the time to get in. That's the biggest question that, you know, I, I think of, you know, winning isn't everything. Sometimes it seems like it's the only thing in the hobby as we look at, you know, what wins can we get out of our cards when we do intend to move them? You know, what's the profit margin? You know, how much can we make per card? And the question then becomes, you know, are are they winning to a point where it's not a it's not a great idea right now to get in? I'd love your thoughts, you know, but is are these players are are these, you know, performances one that we have to stop and say, you know what, maybe it's not the right time to get in on the wins. I'm all about, you know, you want to arrive early to the party. And there are people who arrived extremely early on Liao, uh, extremely early on Ollie Watkins. You know, uh, they've, they, they already have the cards to go and get them now uh, when prices are higher than they normally were just a few months ago. Is it saying you, you want to get in now, if you are an AC Milan fan and you're like, I just want a Rafael Liao red rookie ticket and it's fine that it's $134.50. That's great. You know, you know, again, if you're collecting, you know, if you're a fan, if you're, you know, going to put that away, great. But it, but if you are looking to, you know, move a card, you know, purchase a card and then move it again in the short term, in the long term, I think, you know, you might want to not just always look at the players who are playing well, because if they're playing well, everybody's seeing it or a lot of people are seeing it. It's, you know, maybe it's our mindset of, you know, maybe we do need to look at the losers, the ones that aren't performing well. And I think one of the biggest teams that are underperformed this year would have to be Chelsea. Now, I know Aaron, you know, maybe maybe he's watching this right now and kind of cringing a little bit, but, you know, Arsenal was there too, you know, just, you know, a few years back last year, you know, it didn't go super well for us uh, over the past two seasons and we've turned it around. But Chelsea, you know, with all of the massive signings in this in the winter transfer market and and really have struggled uh, going through managers, you know, Thomas Tuchel to Graham Potter to now Frank Lampard. They lost 4-0 on aggregate against uh, Real Madrid, and now they're out of the Champions League. They are currently in 11th place in the Premier League. And on top of that, they've only scored one goal in their last six games. So struggling mightily. But my, my initial reaction to struggling is, okay, but they've got some young talent on that team. I mean, heck, we were just talking December and uh, January about these ideas of these transfers coming in and they were going to change you know, the dynamic of Chelsea and they were going to kind of push them over the top. Lots of money pouring in. 
but the wins aren't there. The points aren't there. The trophies aren't there right now. But this is where my mindset of winning is in everything. It's the only thing, you know, in soccer, you know, if you're, if you're not winning, managers are out, players get moved. But is it the losers we want to be looking at? And I think that's really a key, key component here. And one of the people that I, I think we do need to take a little bit closer look at is Enzo Fernandez. You know, he has that phenomenal run with Argentina and Messi and winning the World Cup and gets that massive move from Benfica to uh, Chelsea. And, and again, I, I, you know, it, it, it gets my mind wandering. Like, think about Enzo Fernandez still in a Benfica team that's in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Like, come on. Like, if you insert him into the midfield of that team, I would be really curious how far Benfica could go in this Champions League. But he's not. He's on Chelsea, and we saw some pretty high prices of Enzo Fernandez. Now, this is the top deco, 2022 tops deco. This is the green out of 99 out of that set. And it's important. It's They're all raw. Uh, they're relatively new, so there's not a huge uh, uh, grading uh, group of these back yet. But I wanted to use this tops deco because there's actually two players that I want to look at from Chelsea. But Enzo Fernandez, you can see March 1st. So he's made his move to Chelsea, a green tops deco. Rookie out of 199 sold for $100 on March 1st. On March 10th, another green sold for $95. And then finally, March 18th, you saw one sell for $63.87 for 22. So, so, you know, you're starting to see a fall in his pricing. But the biggest, uh, but the biggest thing for me is that his pricing is continuing to fall. And he's not the only one. Mikhailo Modric, you know, Shakhtar, the, the big transfer move in December as well. He comes in and there's a lot of hype around Modric. Again, 22 years old. These guys aren't 27, 28, 29. They're very young. The team is turning over. It's getting very, very young. And you had a lot of interest in Modric when he came to Chelsea. January 28th, uh, the same set, Topps Deco, 2022-2023. Uh, uh, his green, same one as the Enzo, sold for $200 on January 28th, a best offer. Fast forward to March. Think about that. January 28th, two months later, 60 days later, March 25th, a green rookie out of 99 Tops Deco sold for $31 online. And then April 13th, you had another auction a green out of 99 sold for $38.97. So the depreciation has fallen quite a bit. Now, you know, is it because, you know, Tops Deco isn't the only set out anymore? Maybe. Is it the fact that Modric isn't playing much? Might have something to do with it. But I think we also miss the fact that, you know, he he's 22 years old. There were a lot of great things said about him when he moved to Chelsea. He's young. He's going to need to adapt to a new country, a new culture, a new uh, a new team, and a team that, you know, honestly is, is a little bit in turmoil. All of these new players are coming in. There's a revolving door of managers trying to get a system down when you change from Tuchel to Potter to you know, to Lampard, you're, you're trying to meet new teammates. There's just so much going on for these young players. And I think as Chelsea kind of formulates a plan, a, a true plan, instead of just buying everybody and, and has some buy-in from the team itself, you know, I think you're going to see these young players really blossom. But personally, I think we, we 
we get too caught up in, you know, players who are 18, 19, 20, who don't perform to the level we think they can. They're, they, they, it can't all be Holland, but we're very quick to write them off. We're very quick to kind of move on or move past from them. And I, I think it's really important that we, we recognize their abilities and, and you got to give them time. I think you got to give them some time, but it's, it's very hard when they're in the spotlight, but uh, you know, Enzo Fernandez, Modric, I think they're great players, you know, as, as Chelsea figures it out, I wouldn't be surprised if, if these two players figure it out as well. So then the question becomes, do you, do you buy the winners or you, are you looking to, to pick up some of, of the losers quote unquote right now? you know, as, as you players that you think are going to perform well moving forward. Now, the other person we do want to talk about, uh, Victor Oseman, uh, he is 24 years old. He plays for Napoli, rough quarterfinals for Victor. Uh, he missed that first leg game against AC Milan, which saw them go down one, nothing. Uh, they did end up losing yesterday as well. Uh, and, uh, or I think it was a draw one, one, but losing on aggregate, he did score at the very, very end of that game. But I think, you know, for, for players who are in leagues outside of the premier league, most people, when they're tuning in, not all, but most are tuning into the premier league or a major tournament like the champions league. And so Victor, you know, bowing out of the champions league with Napoli, uh, after they had such a great group stage and they kind of just ran the table scoring goals at will, uh, but they are now out of the Champions League, so just less eyes on Osiman, and I think you know that that's kind of a a loss. You know, not only are they out of the Champions League, but you don't have so many people uh, looking at him. Still, think he's a phenomenal striker. I think he's clinical in and around the box. It'll be interesting. Again, he's another one of those names. You had uh, Liao, you have now Osiman. Where are they going? You know, are they going to get a big transfer move here uh, over the summer? I'm really intrigued to to see what happens. I could have brought up a lot of his cards. I chose to bring up one, you know, not a rookie. Uh, this is his 2021-2022 Panini Chronicles Select Blue out of 49. So still some really healthy sales. Uh, one sold today for $56. Uh, again, this is not a rookie by any stretch. There's no RC logo there. Uh, $56 on a best offer. And to put that into perspective, you know, you, you had one sell at the end of February, February 22 for $53. So not a whole lot of fluctuation or movement. And you did have one sell March 31st for $40. And so, you know, you're kind of staying between that $40 and $55 range for, for a pretty low numbered uh, Panini Chronicle Select Blue of Victor Osiman. But I think there is there is potential there as he as the transfer market builds as the season winds up. Napoli is pretty in control in Syria, ah, and so uh, it'll be you know a win for them. But are they going to cash in on Osiman and have him go uh, elsewhere? Only time will tell. But it, it is unfortunate. I would have loved to see him kind of uh, move on to a semifinal matchup uh, against the likes of maybe uh, Ramos from Benfica. But that's not going to happen. But we could still get a Liao versus Ramos, Portugal, Portugal semifinal would be pretty interesting as well. I'd love to know your thoughts. Who do you want to see in the matchups here in the semifinals? You know, leave a leave a comment below of who you're most excited about, or heck, who do you think is going to to come out of the semifinals and and win this win the Champions League this year? Uh, but the other one that I do just briefly want to touch on uh, is Sadio Mane. Um, really kind of interesting, odd stuff coming out of, uh, of Munich and Bayern. Uh, he got into that altercation with Leroy Sané. 
uh, but he, he hasn't had the, the the most fantastic year at Bayern this year. Uh, a little bit, you know, leaving Liverpool and and moving into the Bundesliga. He's been out pretty pretty long time. You know, he's just starting to come back uh, from an injury. I know he was out for the World Cup uh, and he missed some time, you know, in January and February. Just started coming back here in March. Uh, but but he is one that I think has, you know, with Bayern down uh, 3-0 to Man City, it's going to be a mountain to climb uh, for them. Would I put it past Bayern? No. You know, with the Champions League, you know, anything is possible. And and I am totally down to to watch it all play out. But really think, interesting, you know, now you're hearing rumblings that, you know, Bayern don't really have him in their plans moving forward. Does that mean that Sadio Mane uh, could be getting a transfer somewhere else? I don't know, uh, but it'll be really interesting to track this story as it continues. Uh, the one card I looked at is 2022 uh, Panini Prism. This is the World Cup uh, Purple Mojo out of 49. Uh, you know, you had a couple of sales that happened in February, really low sales. I'm not quite sure why they would be that low for a card under 50. You know, I know it's not a rookie. I know there are a lot of parallels in uh, Panini Prism, but 325 on February 14th seems really, really low. 560 uh, f- seems pretty low as well. And then March 18th, you had one sell for $28. Uh, and then most recently, you had one sell for $13.39. Now, these are all raw copies as well. But, you know, it gets me to thinking as as we look at these ideas of winners, like if if they're winning and you have already bought in, might be a great time to think about, you know, moving some of those cards. If they're not for permanent, you know, collection purposes. But for me personally, it's it's the losers that I tend to look at because that's where you know a lot of people tend to forget about them or they aren't performing like they're expected to. And I think we we sometimes expect every player to perform at the highest level all the time. Uh, even players like Erling Holland, when he doesn't score a goal in a few games, people are asking what's wrong with Erling Holland. Or or Kylian Mbappe or you know Messi you know Ronaldo Neymar all those guys you know so players you know play at high levels and and don't always you know produce the goals or the assists or what we expect them to and so we constantly see this ebb and flow uh, in the market but but when players are playing extremely well we we have seen in the past that the 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 soccer market does respond to that and so i would just say you know you know winning isn't everything but it is it does seem to be the only thing and maybe buying the winners as they're kind of in route to win you know is is sometimes one where you might want to just take a step back look and say okay what's the best position for me to be in what's the best you know who do i believe in you know because if you still believe in enzo fernandez you should be able to be picking up stuff that's relatively you know cheaper than what it was in january february same thing with Mikhailo modric like if you if you believe in the player at 22 years old on a, on a club as big as Chelsea and, and with a, you know, say what you will about the owner, Taboli, but he's he's proven that he's willing to to spend money to to help the team win. And so I think, you know, as he's learning, you know, what, what it's like to be a Premier League owner and as they try to f- work through things on Chelsea, you know, you could probably pick up things that are cheaper now as we've looked at Card Ladder than you could have in 
you know, the last two months. So I, I would be, you know, be, be, be diligent, do your research, make sure you're looking at, at things, but it's fantastic to kind of look at these title runs. I cannot wait personally for the man city arsenal, you know, you know, if you know, Arsenal in particular, you know who I'm going for, but you know, you gotta, you gotta beat the champions to be the champions. You got, you gotta beat the best to be the best. And, and we're going to have that opportunity. You know, I never thought I would say that at the beginning of the year, very, very thrilled with that. And even the champions league, well, you know, what's going to happen today, you know, Benfica, you know, are, are you looking at, is Man City going to continue to steamroll? Does, does Bayern have something up their sleeve? You know, are they going to be able to come back and, and make it a, uh, a, a second leg to remember. I don't know, but that's the beauty of the game. You know, that's the beautiful game of soccer and, and why we're here to talk cards, to talk games, to talk pricing and, and to talk strategy. Right. And so I, I hope you enjoyed the episode of, of winners and losers. Uh, again, I'm Andrew at St. Croix cards. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks for the next episode of the slab stocks FC show. <laughs>